Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the Art of Growing Up podcast. I'm your host, Allie. Today, we are going to be talking about something super exciting, at least to me. I don't know. Some people don't like New Year's or New Year's resolutions, which we'll get into in a minute, but I absolutely love New Year's and New Year's goals. And I specifically love the time right after Christmas and right before New Year's because that's the time where everybody's just plotting and planning their New Year's goals, which I absolutely love. In the past, I always used to hear that Christmas or the day after Christmas is the most depressing day of the year because Christmas is over. Honestly, though, I get so excited about it because I feel like I give myself a very, very long time to celebrate Christmas. I'm just a huge holiday person, so especially since being at Disney, because when you're at Disney, Disney decorates for fall in like August, August 1st. And so I'm used to celebrating Halloween or fall from like August 1st to October 31st. And then literally November 1st, I start celebrating Christmas until December 25th. So I feel like since I give my, and honestly, maybe that's, maybe that's a pro of being like a long holiday person is because by the time it gets to December 26th, I'm fully done with Christmas. I'm like ready to move on but not in a bad way. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I'm so ready for Christmas to be over. It's more like, okay, I feel like I've celebrated this enough. I'm ready to move on to the next thing. My next thing is planning all the things that I want to do in the new year. And I've always been like this. My dad is really goal-oriented. He's an Enneagram 3, if you guys know what that is. And I'm an Enneagram 2 wing 3. And 3s are, like, very goal-oriented, very motivated. So I think I get some of that from my dad. Also, just because my dad raised me to be like that a little bit, I think. I just love goals, and I love always having something to look forward to, and I love always having something that I'm working towards. So today we're going to talk about that. I'm really excited to tell you guys what my plans are for 2023 and also talk about my goals for the new year. I'm definitely going to post something on my story today asking you guys what your New Year's goals are, so definitely go on my Instagram at Michelle and let me know what your New Year's goals are because I am so nosy and I love knowing what people are wanting to improve on in the new year, so definitely let me know. But first, we're going to talk about what's new. I want to update you guys on stuff and just kind of catch you up on what's been happening in the last couple weeks, especially the last couple of days. It's been wild. <laughs> when I last talked to you guys, it was the middle of December. Caleb and I ended up going to Virginia Beach around like the 16th, 17th, and we stayed at his family's house for a week, and we spent Christmas, like, the week before Christmas with them. It was so much fun. We did so many fun things. His mom always plans so much whenever we go, so every day, it's just more fun things. But it was also fun to just hang out with his family. So just getting to spend time with them, but also the Hampton Roads area is where Caleb grew up, but it's also where we were at a lot of our relationship. Like, we were always there. I was always going to visit him and we were always going to visit his family while we were at school. So it's one of our homes and, you know, we hadn't been there since July. So we really missed it. It was really good to go back and see everybody that we're friends with there. So we were there up until the day before Christmas Eve. We drove back the full way. On the way there, we actually stopped in Raleigh halfway, which was really nice. And his dad got us a hotel there so we didn't have to drive the whole way. But then on the way back, we did drive the whole way, but we left really early in the morning, which is just the key to making a road trip not as long or not feel as long. And that's the same thing that we did whenever we lived in Orlando. Like we'd always leave 
before the sun came up in the morning because then for some reason it just doesn't feel like you started driving until the sun comes up so we'd always try to beat the sun and somehow it seems so much shorter so pro tip for traveling if you're road tripping but it really didn't feel that long we got back and that was the day that my brother got into town because he flew in from Florida he's living there right now and so we spent Christmas Eve with my family my brother my mom my dad and then on Christmas Day, I actually had to work in the morning. That was literally the hardest day I've ever done at work. And I will probably make an episode on working in customer service, but it, like most of the time, it doesn't phase me, especially being at Disney and having people just constantly yelling at us and telling us that we're incompetent. Like people are awful cast members sometimes. So I'm kind of used to being talked to like that. It's just when you haven't experienced it in a while, because at this job, I don't really experience it too, too much, but it was insane. Just the volume that we had to do, but also just the people and the entitlement of like, oh, well, I deserve this. It's Christmas day. But I'm like, okay, well, none of us want to be here on Christmas day. So you complaining about it just makes it worse for everybody. It was just a lot. It was a lot of complaining. It was a lot of stress and work. And at the end of the day, usually, because we are based off of gratuity as well as hourly, so at the end of the day, usually we'll check to see how much we made in gratuity, or like, usually I'll care, but at the end of that day, I was like, I literally don't care what I made today, I just want to go home and enjoy Christmas with my family. So when I left, I was so glad to leave, because it was so hard that day. But then... I opened presents with my mom, my dad, my brother, and Caleb, and I was not expecting this, guys, at all, but my parents got me an iPad Pro, Caleb got me a keyboard to go with it, and then an Apple Pencil, and I got a Fitbit, so I just feel like I could conquer the world, mostly because I always see TikToks of girls with iPads on my For You page, and I'm like, they are so organized, they can do anything in the world. And I just feel that way now. I wake up every day and I'm like, you know what? I could do anything I want to do. I could organize the CEO of Disney's plans for the day if I wanted to. I just feel so organized with an iPad. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think also because I got this new application. It's called Notion. And I have it on my phone, my iPad, and my laptop. And basically, it kind of allows you to organize every area of your life. And it's free. So if you guys want to go download it, you should. It's called Notion. But anyways, I have it on my, it's the best on my iPad, but it's cool because if I update it on my iPad, it updates everywhere else. So it's really helpful for planning. It's really helpful if you're a planning nerd like me. So I absolutely love it. And then also I have my Pinterest on there, which is just amazing to look at. And the calligraphy of, oh my gosh, what's the app called? Um... It's, I don't, I forget what it's called, but it's the app that you can like do calligraphy and different graphic designs on, on the iPad. It's amazing too. I just love it. I think that it's so fun and aesthetic and I, it's definitely going to replace my laptop once my laptop finally, uh, hits the dust, kicks the dirt. What's it called? Once it dies because it's really on its last leg. So I'm really thankful for that. And I was not expecting it at all. So I'm really thankful for that. And obviously from all my different families, like from Caleb's family, from his mom's side, dad's side, like my whole family, my mom's side, my dad's side. Like I'm just so thankful for just everybody like, at Christmas time just being so giving and thoughtful. And it just really made me and Caleb just feel so loved to 
I, and I never expect anything really from anybody, but it just made us feel so loved that everybody went just above and beyond this year. One thing that Kayla's parents did that was so crazy is they were in Hawaii last month and they went to, they were on a Hawaiian cruise and I had no idea that they went to Alani, the Disney resort. And they didn't tell me that they went there, but they went there just to get me merchandise from there and like little snacks and a sweatshirt and a coffee mug. And I was so surprised because I didn't even know that they went there. And then they showed me all the pictures. I was like, what the heck? But that was just so funny. And I just, I loved that. I thought that was the best little surprise. Caleb and I got so many Cracker Barrel gift cards. And here's an FYI, whenever you get married, the best thing about being married is that everything, like if Caleb gets something and I'm excited about it, then it's like both of our presents. And same thing with me. Like he was so excited about me getting my iPad. And I didn't even know that he really wanted me to get one that bad until every single night he watches movies on my iPad in bed. And it's so funny because like anytime that one of us gets something, both of us benefit from it. But anyways, whenever we got like literally five or six Cracker Barrel gift cards and we have already been once, we're probably going to go again sometime soon. And then we got a couple like Outback, uh, like Red Lobster. We got like a lot of different gift cards, which is everything. If you are trying to get a gift for a married couple, date nights, 100%. Figure out where they like to eat and get them date night gift cards because that's the best present because we just get to go and have dinner out. <laughs> Another one of my favorite gifts is that my mother-in-law and my mom got me some of the books that were on my to-be-read list, and my mother-in-law got me the rest of the Thread of Glass series that I wanted. She also got me Daughter of a Siren Queen, and my mom got me the first book of Crescent City, which was amazing because, cue the next part of this, I got so sick starting probably like last or this past Tuesday, and so I had to call out of work Tuesday. I wasn't feeling great, um, but then I had a day off after that, so I was kind of just like, whatever, I'll just recover, and then I'll go back to work, but I felt awful. So then I go to work yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, and I had a really bad cough still, but I just wore a mask, and um, I went there, and my coworker was like, I think you need to leave, because your cough does not sound good, and I was like, well, I don't know what it would be, because I already, like, like, I I don't know, like, I don't think I have COVID because I don't really think I have any of these symptoms. And so she was like, well, I think you just need to go test just to see. So I left, got a COVID test, got a rapid test, and then got a lab test. And the rapid test says I'm positive. And the funny thing is, I didn't get COVID all three years. Like, I went all of 2020, 2021, and most of 2022 without getting COVID. And then it finally caught up to me, guys. I have COVID right now, and it is it is not fun. Now I'm kind of on the back end of it because the only thing that is really affecting me right now is that I have a cough, which is why if you hear this pause a couple times, it's because I have to cough. But also, I can kind of, I'm getting my taste back a little bit. Today, I could taste things. But it was so sad because my mom's side of the family came into town yesterday and I couldn't see them at all. So we had to FaceTime them while they opened presents. And I was like, they're so close, but so far away because they're, you know, like right down the road. But we can't go see them because they have to, you know, fly. And I, don't, I can't see my brother before he leaves either, which is so sad. Um, but I obviously don't want to give anybody COVID whenever they have to get on a plane. 
Another thing that happened is that our water went out because it just got so cold in Nashville that I think some of the water pipes broke. And so, so many of the restaurants were closed. We didn't have any water in our apartment. So while we have COVID, we also don't have water. But now it's come back. It came back last night, but it was awful. It was gone for like three days and we had to go to my mom's house to take a shower. It was, it was just a mess. So with all that being said, yesterday we stayed in all day, which I haven't done in so long. Like I can't even remember the last time I just like did not leave the house, but I read all of the first Throne of Glass book yesterday, like at my house. And it's kind of a weird feeling, feeling like you've been on this whole journey with somebody like I feel I I got to the end of the day and I was like wow I feel like I did a lot today but he's like you literally just read somebody's entire like five month journey in one day I honestly prefer reading like that because I have a tendency to hyper fixate on things especially if I draw them out but if I binge it's not as bad for some reason I think it's just because I don't have like a longer period of time to obsess over things if I kind of just have one day and say okay I'm gonna read this all in one day or when Stranger Things comes out I just watch it all in one day or like like Bridgerton when it comes out it's not I'm not like the biggest Bridgerton fan but when it comes out I just watch the whole thing in one day so I'm very like binge rather than let it draw out because I just have a tendency to just get obsessed with things so it's better if I just have them in like a shorter period of time but Throne of Glass I will definitely I'm making a video on it right now because I'm vlogging reading the whole series but I definitely give it about a four out of five stars it was so good it was so easy to read it was really fun it's a seven book series so I'm I don't want to give it too high of a rating because I know a lot of people say that it gets better after the first book but it was really fun. It's a YA book, so there's no spice or anything in it. I really liked it. I thought that it was a really easy magic system to follow, so it wasn't like a complicated big plot. It was fairly easy to understand as far as fantasy series go. The characters were really good and really easy to get attached to, but also my one problem is that I thought a couple of them were like very stereotypical to like their little fantasy stereotype. You'll understand what I mean whenever if you read the book, but overall, I really liked it. Um, I'm excited for more romance in the later books because this romance was really good. Um, it was just like cute, but I'm excited for I know that she's with somebody else later on, I'm pretty sure. So I'm excited for that. Anyways, that's my little book update, but I literally read it one day. I think I'm going to start the second one today. I'm not positive. Usually I need like a tiny break between books, but I really liked it and I'm excited to start that um, for the new year. So that actually goes into my new year's goals, which we will get into. Right now I just got some Dunkin' and I'm drinking. It's called the, it's like brown buttered toffee hot latte from Dunkin'. It's so good. It's very sugary, but it's very good. Okay. So getting into the episode. The first thing I wanted to do in this episode is kind of talk about my 2022 goals and like how I did those. So I, again, like I said, am a very big goal person. I just have always loved New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions. My main problem with it is just that I sometimes am too hard on myself. I have always had issues with body image. So I'm always, literally always my goal is to lose weight. I don't even remember, like before last year, I don't remember a time where it wasn't a goal of mine to lose weight for the new year because I just have had, you know, really a lot of problems with body image in the past. But coming into 2022, I basically, I don't really know what got me to this point, but I was just having a great time in life. It was right after our wedding 
it was, you know, we had done all that crazy traveling, going to a bunch of weddings, um, going back and forth to home, having our honeymoon, all that stuff. So I, I think I just got to a point where I just loved life. Like, I mean, I still do, but I was kind of at a point where I was like, I really don't want to, as much as I do want to get healthy, I don't want to waste precious years of my life, like hating my body and who I am just for the sake of having a better one, you know, because in a couple of years from now, and even like looking back on last year and like recapping the year, I had so much fun and I wasn't, I made it a goal of mine to not be as concerned with the way I looked and to be more present in moments rather than feeling insecure in like certain clothes that I was wearing and just really be in the moment and not let that be something that prevents me from like living my life. So basically it wasn't to say that I was going to like be intentionally unhealthy. I just really didn't want my obsession with losing weight to affect such a precious temporary time in my life, especially because we knew that we were going to live in Disney forever. Um, we lived in Florida from 2021 through this May or no, not May, sorry, until this August. So I, that was another thing is that I really didn't want to spend a time that I already knew was going to be temporary worrying about losing weight whenever I'm a foodie at Disney World. Like that was just like, I just really didn't want to focus on that. So that was kind of my goal. I really wanted to be more gentle with myself was my main goal. I just feel like a lot of times I'm very hard on myself and very, I, I'm not like that with other people. I feel like I'm not very competitive when it comes to me versus anybody else. But when it comes to myself, I'm just very hard on myself. Sometimes even as far as being mean to myself, like there's been times where I don't buy clothes because I want to lose weight and I don't want to demotivate myself. So I'll like not go out and buy new clothes that are my size because I'll be like, oh no, I'm going to lose weight. So then I'll buy clothes, which is so mean. I don't know. I just really wanted in 2022 to be very gentle with myself and just say, I want to exist and I want to love who I am. I want to listen to myself more. I want to be more intuitive. I want to work on my emotional health and my mental health. And that's really what I did in 2022, which I have never, ever made that goal before. I've never um, made that something that I was striving towards, but I just felt like I really needed to in 2022. And I'm really glad that I did. So moving into 2023, I first wanted to kind of talk about our plans so far because I feel like they're actually mostly for January. So we're going on a Disney cruise. Actually, wait, it starts way before that. We're going to New York next weekend, which seems crazy because we have COVID and honestly, our symptoms are kind of dying down right now, but I'll go back to work for three days and then I will go to New York for a weekend. It's like a longer weekend. And then the next Friday, we fly out to go to Orlando because we're going on a seven-night Disney cruise. And let me just tell you, I am so excited because not only is this my first Disney cruise, it is also my first cruise and my mom's and my dad's. Um, Caleb's already been on cruises and he's already been on a Disney cruise, but he is excited to like be with us when we experience that. But I am just so excited because I have just heard the best things about Disney cruises. And as somebody who books Disney cruises for people as a travel agent, it's just so 
exciting to be able to actually experience one. And everybody keeps saying that I don't even know what I'm getting myself into. Like, I'm just going to love it so much. So I am very excited. It's going to Mexico, Jamaica, Grand Cayman, and the Bahamas. So I'm really excited. And I'm excited just to be in my cruise era this year. I'm kind of going based off of like events, but one of my best friends is having a baby shower in March. So that's going to be the main thing that I go to in March. My birthday is March 17th, so I'm thinking that what I might do, I might just have a spa day with my mom because that just sounds fun to not actually go and do anything. But also, I've always wanted to go somewhere for my birthday that celebrates St. Patrick's Day really well. So where my brother lives in Tampa, they celebrate it like one of the best cities to celebrate it in. So I'm thinking I might go to Tampa for my birthday, might stay here and just have a spa day. Depends on what I need. Because if I really need a girl's day, then I might just do that. So in April, I'm going on a little girl's trip with my friend Michaela. We're going to Pigeon Forge and I'm taking her to Dollywood for the first time ever, but we've been talking about it for like five years. So I'm really excited to take her to do that because we've been to Disney World together twice and I live near Dollywood and we've never been to Dollywood. So I'm really excited for her to come do that. And then we're going to our friend's wedding that's near the same time. In May, we are going on an Alaskan cruise with Caleb's family. I'm literally so excited for it. It's going to be so much fun. And again, I've never been to Alaska. I've never been on a Norwegian cruise. And I'm just so excited about it because I, everybody just says that the beauty in Alaska is completely breathtaking. So I feel like this is definitely going to be a year of a lot of travel. And a lot of experiencing new things, even just from the first like five months of this year. I don't typically plan a lot of things after the first half, just because I used to do that. Like I used to plan the entire year, but it just kind of stresses me out because usually in my own experience, nothing past the first couple months usually ends up happening unless it's like really set in stone. So I just kind of like to do the first half of the year and then towards like April, I'll plan the second half of the year because it kind of just overwhelms me to do it all at one time. And I don't know, I feel like also I can have these plans, but I never really know what's going to happen. So I feel like it's really only makes sense for me to plan the first half because you really never know where you're going to be at the end of a year. Last year, I would have never guessed that we'd be in Asheville that soon. So, I mean, if anything, I thought we were going to move to Charlotte before we moved to Asheville. But here we are and we love it. So I'm definitely never gonna assume that I know what's gonna happen at the end of a year. But I definitely like to plan at least the first half because I think it's good to like have you know, it's separated by different events and just know for sure what I'm doing. Oh, also one of my best friends from college is getting married in June, which is so exciting. So a lot of fun things in the first half of the year. So a couple of goals for this year of mine. The first one is definitely, it's funny because my goal last year was that I was showing myself more grace with that knowledge of like being gentle on myself and you know, really focusing on my mental and emotional health. I do want to focus on my physical health this year. And it's for a couple different reasons. I feel like I've kind of veered away from wanting to lose weight to lose weight and like for appearance. That's part of it too, because I do think that anytime that I've, you know, lost a lot of weight, I've felt more confident. But I think it's mostly because I'm at a point where Caleb and I are thinking towards having a family and we're like starting to get to that point where we want to start a family. No pregnancy is guaranteed to be perfect, but it there are factors that play into 
you know, having it be the healthiest experience possible. And a big thing of that is weight and, you know, visceral fat and, you know, just your overall health. And so I really want to be as healthy as I possibly can be whenever we're trying to have kids and like whenever I'm pregnant. So that's like a big part of it for me. Another part of it is just that I love the feeling of being strong and knowing that I'm nourishing my body. And I've been doing that the past couple of days. I've been walking. I haven't been able to do as much because I'm sick. I think that I'm going to end up buying the fold-out treadmill that is everywhere on Amazon. I feel like everybody posts on TikTok. But I really like the idea of just having something in our apartment rather than having to go somewhere. Because I don't know what it is in my brain about like going to the gym. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Well, I have been doing that, but I don't want to do that. But anytime that I've been living with my parents and I'm like, okay, I want to get healthy, it is so easy for me to go downstairs and get on the treadmill. I don't know what it is. I think it's like a mental thing, but I just love being able to do anything that I want to do from my own home. So, and it makes it to where like if I'm sick and I don't want to go out, then I can still work out. If it's cold, then I can still work out and I don't have to like leave and go do anything. I don't know what it is about that. It's definitely a mental thing, but I just, it makes me want to do it so much more. And especially now that I have my Fitbit, I really want to get all of my steps in for the day. I really want to prioritize. Here's another thing. I really want to prioritize knowing what I'm putting in my body. I have pretty much set a hard, most of the time, I don't want to have McDonald's or Wendy's or any fast food like that. There's some fast food that I don't mind, but McDonald's just makes me feel so ill. Like I don't feel good after I eat McDonald's. And I know it's because there is not good stuff in McDonald's food, but that's an example of things like I really want to pay more attention to what chemicals are going in my body, what's in my body wash, what's in my food, what's in my like sprays that I'm using in my apartment. Like I just really want to pay more attention to that stuff because I really do think that American products are like slowly killing us. I'm not going to turn fully granola on you guys. Actually, maybe. I don't know. But I just really, that really scares me, the thought of so many chemicals being banned. Or not even just chemicals, but, like, ingredients being banned in certain countries. But, like, we use them in our countries. Food and different cereals. And I don't know. It just freaks me out. But it also seems overwhelming. And that's why I haven't gotten into it yet. Because whenever I look at something on Instagram, it just seems like everything has a bad chemical in it. But I don't want that to make me discouraged in the pursuit of trying to find healthy products or just like more organic products. So anyways, that is kind of like a side goal. But I really do want to prioritize that because I think that that will matter in the long run, especially whenever we have kids. I guess that counts as goal number two. So goal number three is that I want to read a lot more than I did last year. I love reading. As you guys know, I am starting up a YouTube channel, which is going to be one of my later goals or continuing, I guess, YouTube with just talking about books. But last year, I really did not read that much. And it was because I was in a reading slump. For those of you guys who don't read, basically a reading slump is just whenever you are not enjoying the the book you're reading or the last book you read doesn't make you want to read another book. So you're kind of just stuck in this position where you love reading and you love stories but you just don't have the motivation to actually like pick up a book. So that happened to me majority of last year and I hate it because I love reading. 
but sometimes I just get into reading slumps and specifically the series that got me into reading slump was the Firm Blood and Ash series. The first book was amazing, but then the ones after that were awful. And I, one of my goals I saw on, on book talk, and I'm definitely going to take this one to heart. I really need to learn to DNF books, which just did not finish because yeah, again, with the competition with myself, I do not like f- not finishing things because it's like a mental battle in my head, but I need to get to a point where I love myself enough honestly to not finish books that I don't like because what would be the point like why would I finish a tv series if I didn't like it you know like I wouldn't do that so why would I do that with books I think it's something in me that's like academic validation where I need to finish things in order to like feel validated and that I did a good job on it but honestly reading isn't about that for leisure so I need to get over that so I guess combo goal I want to learn to not finish books if I don't love them but also I want to read a lot of the books that are on my to-be-read list because there's a lot and I feel like I'm going to really enjoy a lot of them. Goal number four is that I want to have a lot of fun on this podcast and on YouTube just posting the content that I want to make but also the content that people want to see and just getting back into kind of like creating content that I like because I haven't done it in a while all last year and the year before which probably last year goes into me giving grace to myself because before I would just get so mad at myself for not uploading I'm like why don't you just post a video blah 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 but I really am a firm believer and I'd rather post and upload a few quality podcast episodes or YouTube videos rather than just pumping out a ton of content so I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it I want to be consistent with it, but also I want to give the best content that I possibly can, but I'm excited to start posting again because it has been a long time, especially YouTube. That's going to be a crazy day whenever I actually sit down and I'm like, okay, Final Cut Pro, because I haven't gotten on Final Cut Pro in a long, long time, so I'm really excited to do that soon. Goal number five is something that I've been starting this year, but I'm going to continue into the next year, is I really am going to prioritize making my space look the way that I want it to look and just be our own personal like little haven. As the weeks and months of being married have gone on, I'm just realizing more and more that like our home is honestly like a little sanctuary where we're like, okay, like outside in the real world, we're like doing things, we're working, we're hanging out with people, whatever. But whenever we come home, it's like such a like safe space, honestly. And I've had so much fun just like making it my own and like making it somewhere that me and Caleb like want to come home to so more so in 2023 because last year I really prioritized this and I was like Caleb we need to like do better about this so I got us a bed um from living spaces it's the best it's so cute um and then got us a dresser from Facebook marketplace there's like a couple things that we got in the last year but next year I kind of want want to keep doing that I'm doing it slowly because furniture is expensive and like just things that you put in the house are expensive but I'm really trying to like prioritize keeping it tidy but also like making it what we want it to be and kind of making it our own I definitely want to have more deep clean days too because I feel like whenever I do it in little spurts it makes it not as overwhelming like whenever somebody's coming on a visit or something because usually what happens is that it'll just build up and build up and build up and then it'll just get to the worst point and then I'll be like okay now I have to clean and I'll get really stressed about it but I would like to just do it to where it's always semi-tidy but we just have to like deep clean every so often or like you know like once a week or something I want to get to that point so that I'm not as overwhelmed whenever 
I actually need it to be perfectly clean. Goal number six kind of goes along with the first goal of like being healthy and like focusing on like physical care. Um, but it's twofold. One of them is perfecting my hair care routine. This sounds so stupid whenever I say it out loud, but I have been doing that more in 2022, but just kind of finding products that work best for my hair, but also ones that like are kind of finding multiple different like routines that work best for me, like when to do a hair mask, when to do certain oils, like does oil work well for my hair? Does it not? Um, trying different shampoos. I use Whey right now and I use their like fine to medium shampoo and conditioner and it's really expensive, but it's so good and it smells so good and it works so well in my hair. So I'm definitely going to keep trying to find like different products like hair oils, hair masks, stuff like that, because I really want to prioritize making it as healthy as possible. But along with that, I'm just putting these two in the same category, but I really want to prioritize I keep saying that word but it's it's because there's none of these things are things that I don't already do but it's things that I want to put to like the top of my list but it's that I really want to get better at finding out what my fashion style is and like actually getting those things and wearing them because a lot of times I'll just wear like sweatpants a t-shirt a sweatshirt because I'm insecure which is tough to say but I'm gonna say it and I feel cute and confident whenever I wear a cute outfit it's just that sometimes I don't put the effort into figuring out what styles and what cuts and what colors look the best on me so then I'll just wear something I'm like oh this looks bad I'm just gonna take it off and never wear it again and then I end up going straight back to sweatpants and sweatshirts so kind of just like along with getting my health and fitness where I wanted to be I also want to find my style and actually use my Pinterest and figure out what things look cute and what I actually want to wear because I feel like that also makes me more confident. So I guess this is the seventh one, but it's that I really want to travel more, which I am going to be doing. This past year, I did travel a good bit, but this coming year in 2023, I'm going to be going internationally, which I've never done before. I was supposed to do it this past year, going to Mexico with my friends, but then Caleb got COVID and I couldn't go. But this year, we're already kicking it off going to Mexico, Jamaica, Grand Cayman. And I really want at some point next year to go to Europe. Even if it's at the very end of the year, I really want to do that because I've always wanted to. I think pre-kids is the perfect time to really travel because, you know, obviously you can still travel with young kids. You can still make it work. But I don't want to like just rely on the fact that my kids are going to be great and they're going to be able to go on these like big international trips and also I some things I really just want to experience with Caleb before I experience them with kids I don't know that's just my opinion I just really really think that it'd be the most fun time to go is right now whenever we don't have kids yet but we're married and we're young I think it'd be so much fun so the last goal is one that kind of probably should have been the first goal but it's okay I really want to allow God to work in and through me and be available and not be afraid that I'm not capable of doing something that he calls me to. A lot of times, especially last year, I would kind of say no to certain things that I feel like God is, was calling me to or is calling me to just because I am don't feel like I'm qualified. 
I really, really want to, in the next year, just really say yes to a lot of things that he calls me to do rather than kind of being too scared to respond to them. And that kind of goes into my career too, because I'm at the point in my life where I don't know if hospitality in the sense that I'm doing it right now is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So I'm kind of in this in-between that I have been in the last couple years, honestly, where I'm just kind of really praying that he's going to lead me to where I'm supposed to be in my career. But I also am not a firm believer that like you are called to one specific thing for your entire life. I think that God calls you to moments and he calls you to decisions. And so I really don't think that I have to put all this pressure on myself like I used to to just have one thing that I do for my whole life that God called me to do and never changing it. I think that I'm kind of more open to like, okay, this is what I was called to do at this time in life. And he might call me to something else. He may not. I don't know. I just have to keep my ears open and I have to keep praying about it. So like I said, New Year's is seriously one of my favorite times to make new goals. And a lot of people I feel like hate on New Year's resolutions. And it's kind of been a trend recently to not like New Year's resolutions. And I've always wondered, like, obviously there's this statistic that people don't follow through on their New Year's resolutions. And I'm like, why do I still believe in them so much? But one of my favorite TikTokers, her name is Mary Skinner. She said this in one of her TikToks. She said that it's such a powerful time because a ton of people collectively are deciding that they want to change things in their life and they want to make improvements. And that's such a powerful thing. So I think that that's why I still believe in it is that so many other people believe in it. Like we collectively, collectively believe that we can be better in the new year. And I just think that that's cool. So I hope that you guys like this episode, go on my Instagram and let me know what your new year's goals are. If you have any and Let me know if you have any podcast episode ideas that you want me to do or topics you want me to talk about. But yeah, I hope you guys have a great week and happy new year.